Welcome to the Matter Podcast with Nzala Zamani. It's been a while since I recorded the introduction. I hope we're all obeying NCDC guidelines and keeping safe. Well, today, I thought it would be perfect to talk about imposter syndrome. When was the first time you heard about the word imposter syndrome? The word sounds so ambiguous itself. Well, imposter syndrome is a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persists despite evident success. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feeling of success. Now, some of the common thoughts associated with imposter syndrome is one, I must not fail. So there's that constant need to beat yourself up and wanting to be at the top of your game I generally term it as the perfectionalism syndrome. Another common thought is feeling of fakeness. Like you feel as if you are not authentic. You feel as if you are a fraud yourself. You feel as if um, you don't get what you deserve. Another feeling is um, luck. So you feel as though things you worked hard for, you do not deserve them, but you just got them because you got lucky. A lot of us battle imposter syndrome and that has not been so kind to us because it has made us limit ourselves and not being able to, like, uh, what's the word, what's the word, and not being able to, shall I say, um, reach your maximum potentials so we just tend to doubt our capability a lot and it kind of limits us and doesn't put us out there now personally I have battled with imposter syndrome in fact a recent milestone I just um, um, I just reached in my life has made me well, I say move one step ahead and helped boost my confidence. I attended Amadibalu University, Zaria, Kaduna State. I studied human physiology. Now, for those that know me, it wasn't easy at all. I backed two extra years in school because my grades were horrible and, well, I failed. Now, I'm not going to say um, my lecturers failed me or something. I don't know how or what happened coming from someone who was an A student in secondary school I failed woefully and a series of uh, events even with a particular lecturer I walked up to to help me find out what the problem was really really put me down in a shell because the conversations or the words rather that came from my lecturer was really really troublesome and it stuck to me for a while so I struggled and I struggled and I struggled and I finally finished with a third class yes finished with a third class and we all know as the saying goes you won't amount to anything with that kind of a result so it really really affected me so moving forward I signed up for a postgraduate degree and at first growing up you would know that people around you would say you do PG it's less stressless than um, 
your BSc degrees and all that. But I met a shocker. So I signed up in NDA to study um, biotechnology because my first degree was in human physiology. So switching mean, meant I had to do a PGD before going for a master's. Now, first semester was so difficult because I kept having conversations in my head about how much of a failure I was as being told by someone during my BSc years and I just geared myself for failure. So we didn't see our result in the first semester and the second semester came again. But then my results just came out and when someone showed me my result, I had to ask her if she was sure it was mine because I didn't expect I would do that well. Now, I never paid anybody to do any of my assignments. I did my assignments myself from day one to the end. I wrote my exams. There was no lecturer to sort out. There was no lecturer to even converse with. It was just lectures and lectures and tests and exams. And that was it. Now, that result has helped boost my confidence. A lot of times, people, um, someone would be needed to do something and like my friends even on social media would be like you should talk to Zala and I'm like you guys I am not as intelligent as you think I am so don't always put me on the spot because like I always say to end in tears but this result I just saw really really has boosted my confidence a lot and it has it has helped me in the past one week to be kinder to myself to know that okay, yes, I need to take baby steps. Now, in doing this, I teamed up with mom, my friend. I stayed with her for a year, and I have seen her battle with imposter syndrome a lot. At some point, I pushed her to do some things that I was so grateful I I insisted she did it, and she's such an intelligent and amazing person, and you would listen to what she has to say also about imposter syndrome. Hello everyone, thank you Zala for having me on your podcast to speak on imposter syndrome and how it steals your happiness. When Zala asked me to do this, I was excited, but I quickly still sent this message that said, I hope I do not mess this up. That is the thought that I continue to battle with every day every time I'm faced with a new task, every time I'm given something that is supposed to excite me, I quickly backtrack and I say, I hope I do not screw this up. I'm just going to give a little background about myself. I started teaching four years ago and when I started, I had no experience. So I started as a teacher's assistant and quickly between in these four years, I have been promoted all the way to vice principal. Now, every time I had to go climb up the ladder, I did something that was excellent, something worth worth commending. I didn't know if I was good enough or if I was just being favored at work. I would listen to people saying, oh, she's getting this because um, the boss favors her. But I saw nothing in myself to be favored by the boss. So I was fighting the thought of, I know I'm good at this. I did so well. I've done this excellent work. Look at the results. Look at the remarkable improvements in my students' performance. Look at the ways in which I've, you know, learned how to teach myself. But 
somehow I still say, what if these people are right? I haven't had a time to actually enjoy my wins as much as I should. And that is how imposter syndrome steals your happiness. For every award that you get, for every recommendation you get, you're quickly wondering, I hope I do not make these people regret. But you have the merit, you have the experience, you have this legacy already of being able to achieve your goals, of being able to implement different things, but you're still thinking, I'm going to make these people regret. And the worst part is within this spectrum of imposter syndrome and how it dampens your happiness is you're thinking, the higher up you go, the better you get at doing things, the greater the fall in the end when people find out you're that fraud, you're that phony. But the thing is that I am not. It's something to sit down and reflect on yourself always. But apart from stealing your happiness in the fact that you do not get to celebrate things, it also steals your happiness because you're always anxious. When you're given a task, you're anxious. You're thinking, I'm going to make these people regret. Your anxiety stops you from being so happy. You're performing these tasks. You're having sleepless nights. You're doing something that you're supposed to be enjoying, but you're still so scared that you're going to fail at it. Another way that it steals my happiness is that it has made me sort of an overachiever. I am never satisfied with whatever I do. I so in the moment where I'm supposed to be happy about you know getting something good I'm already thinking what's the next best thing to do so imposter syndrome really has a way of making us unhappy (laughs) um and when I read about imposter syndrome I found out how It was actually um, a term coined by a female doctor. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, I would definitely be, females would definitely be able to relate because women always feel, women have always felt second best in the world. Women women have always been made to feel second best compared to the male counterparts. And I experienced that too. So another way imposter syndrome steals my happiness is that I cannot, when I'm doing something as best as I can, I'm looking at the next person. And as much as these commendations might, you know, um, make someone feel encouraged, you're also wondering if I was a boy, would I have had to do just as much? And I'm working on it constantly and also learning to forgive myself when I make mistakes. Because being an overachiever, I do not like to give myself room to make any errors. I'm a perfectionist in a way. So being a perfectionist would also steal your happiness if things are not up to perfection, if your achievements are not as straight A's as you would like it to be. One of the things that um, I always try to remember is this quote that says, if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear that it fell, did it really fall? So as an imposter, because I'm never pleased with myself, as someone that suffers from imposter syndrome rather, because I'm not always pleased with myself, somehow I'm always trying to look out for external you know, validation, which is very wrong. 
it's not good for me to always want to have external validation that is um a form of insecurity but when i remember about the tree i know that that tree definitely fell because it's not in on its roots anymore and anything that falls would definitely make an a tree that falls would definitely make an impact on the ground so i have to remind myself all the time that you've done this and i have to give myself a pat on the back for that so as much as imposter syndrome is a happiness stealer um it's 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 step by step i'm taking steps to negotiate with myself the things that i'll be able to do the things that i am good at and to also accept when people give me recommendations when people uphold me to certain levels of expectations i should know that i am getting this because of my merit and how good i am and i should also remember that these people asking me to do these things see something in me so if i do not see it in myself yet i should mirror what they see in me and perform just as well um yeah so imposter syndrome really steals your happiness in a wide range of ways and you always have to look at how you're celebrating yourself and um, thinking about happiness being a destination i think happiness is little little steps little little conquered conquered um tasks conquered challenges that we have on our way to whatever that major goal we think we're trying to achieve is that will make us happy in a grand way happiness doesn't have to be grand happiness is basically how we exist how we love ourselves how we wake up and how we're happy and to constantly remind myself that you know i am enough i'm doing as much as i can if there's room for improvement then i would definitely be able to occupy that room one way or the other but until then permit me to make these slight errors that i'm supposed to learn from thank you again zala for having me Hey guys, that was what mom had to say about imposter syndrome. Now, imposter syndrome can actually break you. And I just want to say, do not let imposter syndrome break you. There are some things that, some of the things I do uh, that has actually helped me for a couple of months now to stay focused and stay on top of my game. Now, you have to fight the negative effect of imposter syndrome if and when you intend to move forward with your life. So, first things first in fighting that negative effect, you have to recognize the imposter feeling when they emerge. So, you know the way you start to feel when your imposter syndrome finally turns itself on? Like, know it. Just know that, okay, when I start to sweat, and start to feel jittery then feeling of doubt comes in and that happens to me a lot one time my boss asked me to stay close to someone and take pictures and the next thing i knew it i was sweaty like i was dripping so so much my stomach started to ache i had anxiety and then my period came instantly that was imposter like I was so I am so conscious 
when given a task at work about how I must not fail and in doing so I tend to always almost screw it up so now I know that when I start to hyperventilate when I start to sweat so much imposter syndrome is gearing up and I have tried now to kind of tone it down and it's beginning to work also tell yourself it's normal not to know everything you are not Google you must not know every you must not know neither must you have an answer to everything if you don't know it you don't know it something funny really happened I used to associate interior decorators with just people who make curtains I don't even know where that um, idea came but it just stuck in my head that okay interior decorators when you say someone is an interior decorator they just do decorations so curtains chairs and that is where it ends well I'm glad to say I just learned some few weeks ago that the job of interior decoration goes beyond just putting curtains in a house in a room or in an office now talk about your feelings like break the silence shame keeps a lot of people from fessing up about their fraudulent feelings so you feel like you're a fraud talk to someone you are comfortable with tell them how you feel talk to someone who who wouldn't judge you and who will listen and give you very good advice like knowing that there's a name for these feelings and that you're not alone can be really 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 um, motivating and pleasing to your ears so please as much as you can talk to someone now accentuate the positives perfectionism can indicate a healthy drive to excel so that you that you are a perfectionist that you want things to always be perfect it's it's okay but then the trick is do not obsess over everything do a great job when it matters the most and then forgive yourself when mistakes happen like do not beat yourself so much when things go wrong now visualize success you know how people um, get nominated for Oscars for Emmy Awards you name it and they start to prepare their speeches for when they win do it like do it all the time picture yourself giving a perfect presentation like picture yourself being victorious at whatever you have to do and I assure you that imposter syndrome won't ruin what you want won't ruin what you have now fake it till you make it and no I don't mean start living a life that um, you don't have that's not it learn to do what many high achievers do and they view it as a skill now the point of the one-out phrase fake it till you make it still stands don't wait until you feel confident to start putting yourself out there courage comes from taking risks like change your behavior first and allow your confidence to build do not let imposter syndrome steal your joy thank you for listening and i hope you share this podcast with your friends send me messages also share how you've dealt with um, imposter syndrome and i'll be waiting for your comments and until then see you some other time thank you